0: music, you are the song that I sing, you are the melody, you are the harmony, praise to your name I will pray, you are the mighty God, you are the mark Lord of Lords, you are the King of all days. I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I say. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I say. Come here, Father, we thank you for this deed given us this time where we can come together and open your words. Pray that you will, for that he presents the message that you speak to him, Father, and pray that you will, as listeners, that you open our minds and our hearts to be able to take in whatever's brought to us tonight. Praise in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Uh, good evening, all my viewers. <coughs> Well, uh, once again, this is your brother Paul coming to you live uh, on your screens. Uh, Today, we're going to start another lesson, and we hope that this lesson also, uh, you know, help everyone and also help us to understand what God. Uh, intent for us. Now, I think for about two weeks now, I haven't done any program, but thank God, today, uh, I've got, the uh, uh, you know, time to meet with you again, to share the Word of God with you. Uh, what we are going to discuss is very simple, and the topic is corruption, the Christian religion when we say corruption in the Christian religion what are we talking about what are we talking about so these are some of the uh, you know what we are going to treat um, for a long period of time I don't know when we're going to uh, finish because it's a long uh, lesson but hopefully God will guide us through uh, to finish this and before I start just let me ask you how you are doing I hope you are doing well as I'm also doing fantastic here in John three sixteen and 17 the scripture says for God so loved the world and that he gave his son That whoever believed in Him will not perish but have eternal life. Verse 17 says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Now, in order for man to be saved, God came into uh, our world, in the form of man and we saw him as the Son of God coming down and uh, he brought us uh, the way that we can uh, come closer to God and also uh, do whatever God wants us to do. He showed us the way so it is important that we obey his commands and do what you know his will are so that uh, we can uh uh, be saved because that is the main reason why uh, jesus christ came into our planet to show us the way that we can you know go to the father and have our salvation now i've titled my lesson as corruption in the christian religion now when we say corruption what does it mean corruption is a broad word i mean you go to some organizations and they'll say There's corruption here and in politics we talk about corruption uh, in the country now can corruption come in Christianity is that what brother Paul wants us to you know learn uh, you know today yes now as far as Christian religion is concerned when we say corruption it may be defined as a process by which religious command or an expression Or a practice is, you know, changed from its original uh, state to one regarded as erroneous or debased. That is what a Christian corruption or Christian uh, corruption in Christianity is all about. That is trying to uh, do what? Just uh, go away from the normal practice, as the Bible talks about. To something different altogether. It means you have corrupted uh, what the Bible, you know, teaches. You see, Israel was the first nation to walk with God, and when He gave His laws to them uh, through His prophet Moses, and this is what the Lord said in Deuteronomy chapter four, verse two: God said to them, "Don't add anything to the word." And uh, that I am commanding you, and do not take anything from it. Instead, keep the commands or commandments of the Lord your God. That is Deuteronomy chapter four, verse two. So it's important. God gave His laws to Israel, and He warned them: nobody should add or subtract anything from it. You know, but with time, over the generation, what we seen uh, is that the people, you know, corrupted these laws that God. Gave to them and completely deviated from the original path. They made their own laws instead of following God's commandment. Okay, and as a result, God also reminded the people through his prophet Jeremiah. And let's hear what Jeremiah said about, you know, uh, people deviating from God's word. Now, if you read Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16, this is what the prophet said. It says, Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient path, where the good news or the good ways is, and walk in it. And then you might find rest for your souls. But the people responded, no, we will not walk in it. Now sometimes when you hear this, you think the people, are so uh, their heart was so hardened that to respond back to God that, we will not work in it. But I don't think what these people did is different from what we are doing today. You see, when Jesus came, now this is what he said to the Jews. You know, looking at the way they have all turned away from the commandment of God, from the written law, and they were doing their own thing. This is what Jesus, you know, said. He said, from the beginning, it wasn't so. Here, Jesus was commenting about, you know, the marriage how the people have changed God's plan of marriage, uh, div- uh, divorcing their wives and, uh, you know, uh, uh, getting other people or remarried. And Jesus said, well, that is not the plan of God. So he said, from the beginning, it wasn't so. What you are practicing today was not so from the beginning. And you read it from Matthew chapter 19 verse, you know, uh, uh eight. So it is dangerous to leave what God commands and practice uh, your own man-made laws. Mark chapter 7 verse 7 to 9. Jesus was not happy at all that people have you know, changed God's commandments and they are practicing uh, man-made laws, man-made rules. And the question comes, what they did, is it different from what we are doing today? Is it different? Now, someone may ask, Brother Paul, why are we studying this at all? Corruption in the Christian religion. What are you talking about? I've already defined uh, corruption. And uh, as I said, it's defined as a process by which religious command or an expression or practices as you know, or practice is changed from its original states. Uh, to one regarded as erroneous or debased, So that is what the corruption in uh, Christian religion, this is what we mean, you understand? So the question is why are we saying this? Now, there are a number of religious practices in Christianity today whose sources uh, cannot be traced from the original doctrine practiced by the early believers. Now, this is worrying. To the extent that some churches of Christ have compromised the doctrine of the apostles, also, and others even shy away from defending the doctrine of the New Testament church. So it's so worrying, it's so worrying because many people depend on the church and then you know the undiluted doctrine that the church holds to see the light. But if you are compromising the doctrine today, and if you are shying away from defending the doctrine, then the world has no hope today, has no hope. And that is why it is important that we learn things like this. You know, going through the New Testament, which is a Christian Constitution or the Christian Guide, you could see that these practices that we see today, you know, Have no connection at all when you compare to the true Christian religion that was said by, you know, Jesus nearly 2,000 years ago. It has no connection. And we're going to talk about some of these practices that have corrupted, you know, the Christian religion. We're going to talk about them. We've selected about 10 that we will, you know, get time to disguise them. And then we compare to the New Testament, which is the Christian guide, and find out if the early disciples or the apostles practiced something like that. And if it is not, then we are in danger because we are going away from the norms that Jesus Christ or from the norm that the early apostles, you know, practice. You know, people today are practicing something completely different from those practiced by the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now different foundations are being laid today instead of building on the one laid by Jesus. Now I refer you to First Corinthians chapter three verse eleven to thirteen. Remember what the apostle said no one can lay any other foundation than the one that is already laid which is uh, you know our Lord Jesus Christ. So what we as modern day Christians should do is to You know, look back and look at the foundation that the apostles laid so that we can build upon it. Because anything that you use to build, you're going to be tested at the, you know, at the judgment day. So it is important you go back to scriptures and see how the apostles or the early Christians, you know, the foundation they laid so that we can also build upon that. Now, There are some practices or uh, teachings that we're going to consider as far as you know this this uh, studies concerned. We're going to, and some of the things we're going to talk about. uh, First, we will discuss the women ordained as pastors, ministers, and church leaders today, and compare it with what the scripture teaches. Now, I'm saying this because we also have heard in somewhere in America even in the church of christ some women have been ordained as you know elders which is something that you cannot find in the scriptures so uh, it's so worrying that people are compromising the doctrine and going away from the teachings of our lord jesus christ and we also talk about infant and baby baptism instead of you know, baptizing someone who can understand and make decisions for himself. Babies or infants are baptized. They don't make decisions for themselves, but their parents make the decision for them. And they think they've had the right baptism. We will, uh, you know, compare with the Bible and see the, what the Bible, you know, talks about. And also we discuss something we call celibacy. Now when we say celibacy it's uh it's uh what do you call it a teaching from some quarters of religion where people who are leaders in in the church are prevented from you know uh, 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 uh married or marrying uh, uh women. Okay, so celibacy simply means you have to be single before you handle uh you know God's leadership. Uh we will compare with the bible. So is that the case that somebody who is leading God's church that person should not marry? Is that what the bible teaches? So we will compare what the bible teaches and what man is also teaching today and people are following this kind of teachings. Then we will talk about religious titles as the people are taking today. Today you see people, even women, calling themselves Reverend ministers, right? And apostles, and uh, what do you call it? General overseer, and right reverend, left reverend, and pope, and the rest. So many big, big titles today. Now, what does the Bible say? And all these titles you are, uh, or we hear today, like reverend minister, pope, and the rest, do we have it in the Bible? Do we have it in the Bible? So that is what we're going to discuss. So we talk about that. And then we talk also about purgatory. Purgatory uh, uh, is also a, a teaching whereby uh, people believe that there's a third place, apart from paradise and Hades, that there's a third place that you go. If you are a sinner and you die, your, you know, your living relatives can you know, ask the church, to pray for you so that uh, you don't go to uh, uh, what do you call it, Hades, but you go to a third place called Purgatory, and then you go and then, um, uh, you, you you make amends of your life, and then God will take you to paradise or to heaven. This is also teaching that people are believing. These are all practices. If we don't find it in the Bible, it means these have corrupted Christianity. This is what we are talking about now. It doesn't matter the way you raise God, if you are not, you know, uh, um, if you are not practicing the proper Christian religion as the Bible talks about, it doesn't matter how you raise God, you are not doing anything at all. Because remember what Jesus said in Mark chapter 7 verse 7 to 8, that these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, because they teach the doctrine, and the traditions of men instead of God. They put away God's commandments and they are following their own tradition. And that is why I'm saying, it doesn't matter how you raise the name of God, praise God, and do all sort of things. If you don't follow the apostles' teaching, the teaching that our Lord Jesus Christ gave to the world to follow, then you are wasting your time So we talk about this purgatory, if it is, you know, biblical at all. Then we also talk about paganism in worship, uh, paganism and worship of images instead of the one true God. There are some churches that are purely, you know, worshipping images. They don't worship God at all. And they think that, uh, you know, bringing this image, they call the title as God and worship, they are worshipping God. So these are some of the things we also talk about. Now, paganism and the worship of images instead of through God. This is also found in Christianity today, and people think this is a uh, part of Christianity. Then we talk about the gibberish sound that the people are speaking today. They call it speaking in tongues. This has also, you know, uh, crept into or uh, what they call it. They, they also find. Their roots there in Christianity, and uh, they are practicing now. Now, we will also use the Bible to see this kind of uh, uh, um, gibberish sound these people are making, saying that they they are speaking in tongues. If it is really a genuine speaking in tongues, now I have talked a lot about this speaking in tongues. Those people who follow me, uh, this is probably. Fresh in their mind because recently I talk about that, so I wouldn't waste much time uh, on that. Uh, but if you want to know more or details about this speaking in tongues, you go to my Facebook page or my YouTube page. Uh, you can Google that is tongue speaking. Paul often, and then uh, it will come out for you. And then we are also going to discuss worshiping uh, on the Sabbath. Instead of the Lord's day, this one too. What does the Bible say? Because there has been a lot of argument. People, some people say if you don't worship in Sabbath, uh, you know go to heaven. And people say if you don't worship uh, uh, on Sunday, you know go to heaven. The question is, is it important the day that one worship? And this is also something that we'll look into it. And then uh, the point number nine that we'll discuss is, you know. Christmas instead of Lord's Supper. Some people calling themselves, you know, God uh, uh, Christians want to remember Christ using Christmas instead of Christ Himself. Saying we should use the Lord's Supper. So what does the Bible say about this? Is it part of religious corruption? Yes. Anything that we don't find uh, that was practiced by the apostles. And we are doing it today. is corruption to the original. So we uh, the, uh, we are corrupting the original, uh, you know, doctrine of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then the last one we will discuss is instrumental music uh, in the church instead of of singing with the fruit of your what your lips, as the Bible talk about. So these are uh, ten kind of you know practices. And teachings we're going to consider. So today, I'm not going to talk much. This is just uh, what they call the introductory part that I'm going to, you know, give it to you today. Now, in summary, what I'm saying is uh, we're going to examine some religious practices that have corrupted the Christian religion today. So if you go to church and you do all these kind of practices. You have to be very careful and compare with the Bible. And compare with the Bible. It's not the singing that you sing that matters, or it's not I'm um, praising God or the, the prayer that you pray that matters. But as God told uh, 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 what they call King Saul, I'd "Rather you obey me than the sacrifice." Do you understand that? I rather you obey what I tell you than the sacrifice you offer so it doesn't matter if you call yourself a Christian you have to obey what is written down and not what you want so today this is where I'm going to you know draw the curtain and that, as I said this is just an introduction so I'm not going to you know speak uh, speak much About this, Uh, so next week when we come, we will start our, you know, um, what do you call it? Our lesson on women uh, being ordained as pastors, ministers, and you know, church leaders. And then we will continue, if time permits, us. We will continue to discuss uh, another thing that is you know coming, especially. Uh, some of my brothers and sisters in Ghana regarding women fellowship or um, okay women ministry. Uh, what does the Bible say about this? Uh, we'll talk ab- about that also. So what I want you to do is to share this message and invite people to join me on Sunday, okay, and uh, discuss these matters that affect our life or affect our salvation. It's important. Don't joke with things like this, because as Jesus said in Matthew chapter twenty, uh, uh, chapter uh, seven, verse twenty-one and twenty-two, and not all those who called me Lord, Lord, will inherit the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. That's what that is important. We have so many people practicing Christian uh, religion today, but then you can see a lot of corruption. In Christianity because we are going away from the original path now remember what Jeremiah told the Jews go back look back to the ancient path and walk on that but the Jews said no we're not going to walk on that so what we are discussing some people think oh this is not necessary this is not necessary look (laughs) my brothers and sisters if uh, um, if you get back to the Old Testament and you see people diverting from God's word and God punish them sometimes He punish some to death then you understand that it's important that we don't joke with what God commands us by doing now you don't see all this kind of punishment from God because he has reserved everything to the judgment day but that is a bit scary because the judgment day there's no way that you can repent there's no way that you can repent and that will be uh, I mean uh, 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 the end of you so it's important you start to uh, you know writing a new chapter today than to wait to judgment day for you to be told depart from me I never knew because you did something I did not command you do you want to hear that from Jesus I don't think so I don't think so so today is the day that God Will you know uh, open his arms for you? His hand for you to uh, make changes in your life, especially the doctrine you hold, compare to the New Testament, you know, doctrine. Because all Christians all over the world. Now you see, Christians all over the world. We are about three point something billion people. Okay, people who are practicing. They say they practice Christianity. About 3. Something billion, But the, when we talk about the divisions, I mean, it's so enormous. It's so enormous. That uh, Christ who preached that all his followers should be one, sitting down and looking at all these kind of divisions that's going on in Christianity, and you'll think this is all Christ won. And some people think, well, uh, uh, we should leave everyone to do whatever you want. To the extent that some Churches of Christ members are now shying away to defend the truth. To defend the gospel. And when he says, oh, just leave them. My brothers and sisters, it is time we stick to the plan. We go by the doctrine. So that at the end of it all, we get the crown that Jesus has promised us. So next week, as I said, follow me and let's discuss women leadership. Women who are being ordained as reverend ministers, as pastors, as you know a, a priests in the church compared to what the scripture says. God bless you that you always take time and follow uh, this lesson. Please do share it for me and God will bless you. Bye bye.